Welcome to Generally Specific, the show that talks to inspiring people about the things that inspire them. I'm your host, Anthony Cosme, alongside my co-host, Andre Dowdy. Dre, how you doing? I'm doing all right overall. Uh, I'm alive, and that's probably the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway. But uh, I'm, I'm okay. Cosme, how are you? Uh, you know, ain't that the truth? Also alive. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging in there. Um, doing well. Uh, all things considered, really have no m- major complaints. I feel like we'll get into any kind of complaints we have in a little bit. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're finally getting to season two. I know we've been kind of beating around the bush about it and trying to figure out what we wanted to do, but uh, but we're here. And, and, and it's funny to think, you know, uh, like a year ago, roughly January, February, we, you know, got into the Wave Cave studio in Bushwick for... A couple of days sat down with about seven really dope inspiring people uh, about what inspires them um you know we got you know uh our our uh our podcasting chops in and and, and got some good conversations so we released that over the course of march last year into into april if i'm not mistaken um and then we hit a standstill because the pandemic obviously put a put a freeze, put everything on ice, you know, any kind of plans to do things. So, yeah, and you know, I think that with the once the pandemic hit, I think part of what we really liked about recording was that we're able to get in the same room with our guest, and there was a certain energy to that, which was really alluring to both of us, and we felt brought a special quality to the work that we were making. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Now, a full year and change later, we're realizing that, hey, that might not change anytime soon and it might not be a good idea to record in studio for a while. So um, I think we're trying this out and seeing how 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 it goes. Um, Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of the platforms that can allow this to happen have gotten the kinks out or worked most of the kinks out. So um, it's feasible. A lot of people have been doing it. It's clearly feasible, but. Um, I think, yeah, I think that was our biggest gripe was losing that magic initially of getting into a room with somebody, really getting to pick their brain, getting to see them, you know, you know, glow when they talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. So we still have that ability, you know, through video and through through the voice. We can hear it, too. But um, we got to, you know, got to move with the times. Gotta move with the times, yeah. So, I mean, this is <clears throat> looking like the new normal. Um, so we're happy to stick this thing out and then get back to work. Cause I feel like we had some really interesting conversations in the first season, and um, I'm really excited for what this season's going to bring. And if, if it is a season or if we're going <laughs> to... Just keep rolling with it. Just yeah, keep rolling with them. Part of the process. We've got part a few people lined up at this moment in time as of this recording but we might just let it spill out infinitely we don't know yet so yeah we're gonna just see what see where see where it goes but uh cosme what what have you been doing i know you've been working but you know what what else (laughs) yeah man i mean i'm really lucky to have still been able to work from home um so i've been able to maintain a a steady job and you know keep income coming in and i feel really lucky to have that and uh have a job that lets me at least do somewhat of what i really like to do so you know um 
I have the studio in, in, in my bedroom now, which is dismantled because I have a very small bedroom. And if it was still up, I would not be able to get out of my bedroom. Um, <laughs> so I, t- I put it up and take it down every day. Um, but it's been fun to like try to, I mean, trying to make the best of it and embracing the new normal, so to speak. Um, just trying to continue making, you know, the first couple of months were kind of rough because I didn't, as you know, I, I like to get out in the streets and make some street work here in New York City. And um, I did not feel comfortable at all doing that. And we're at a place now where I think that I can at least go for walks in my neighborhood at the very least. Or, you know, on a mm-hmm. weekend, maybe get into Manhattan on some uncrowded train or something like that. Um, so that's helping things a lot get back. Uh, but just trying to find new ways to express creativity and um, get it out of the head and uh, work through it, man. How are you? How have you been holding up? Um, you know, uh, it's up and down. I think a lot of whatever like creative issues I've always had um, pre-pandemic have amplified themselves in a particular way during the pandemic. So obviously dealing with that. But um, I've stayed busy mostly in, you know, personal creative ways, you know, like not I mean, it's things that I want to do. But there are also some things that I really just I haven't paid attention to or want to pay attention to and haven't gotten the chance to do yet. So, for instance, I've been doing a lot of streaming. So I've been continuing doing the radio show with Jess. Um, We've been able to do that and transition to do that in a live space on the Internet. Um, So that's been good. So that's still going. Um, But I've been doing more like traditional, I say quote unquote traditional, but, um, you know, Twitch streaming, you know, playing games on the Internet because I do play games in my free time. So I figured I might as well, you know, get into like if I was going to get into like the quote unquote content creator realm, I felt like that was at least a good entryway for me. So um, I'm doing that three days a week. Um doing some some game stuff, trying to diversify the content a little bit. But um, so far, it's been a fun experience. And I've met a lot of really good people there um, that have made the, the process worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's going pretty well for you. I mean, you've got this very active Discord server, which is uh, <laughs> it's cool, man. It's, and I, it's cool to see that because you're developing this following on this new i from what it sounds like when we've talked about it's almost like an experiment you're like let me see how this is gonna go and you just tried it out and it seems to have stuck man and i I think it's cool what you're doing there too because it's uh i think you have a unique perspective to bring to streaming i've also tried streaming and i feel much less uh well well, i think for for people like you and me i think getting less caught up in what What's actually happening in the Twitch O sphere is not important. I don't know if I phrased that sentence right, but that's whatever is happening, whatever people are doing is not necessarily important. What's really important is just making sure that what you're doing is good. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. obviously always the, the priority when you're making content, but there, there, I mean, there are a lot of, um, I guess I'm going to say like standard things or normal or things that, streamers typically do or gravitate toward and at least like my general take on it has just been like this is a place to hang out on the internet um 
if you and like when people come into the channel i say we have a good time i said we have a good what do i say we have fun here most of the time and i say most of the time because like there are so many other things you can do with your time now and that's part of you know right me not being able to do some things i want to do like how do you spend your time some people are voluntarily spending their time with me so I'm, so so like i appreciate it but like we don't it's it's not like a, a machine it's not an operation it's a place to hang out um so it's uh, yeah i'm more focused on just like making sure that people have a good time there versus like putting on a performance or doing the whole shebang but it'll evolve into whatever it needs to evolve to when the time comes but yeah as it stands now it's just like like your streams were really cool because like they were productive and i know like i feel like that that kind of quote-unquote content now we're getting to the specifics but that kind of content in the name lends baby itself, <laughs> lends itself more to like a youtube thing where you like you're gonna make a tutorial like here's how to you know grade your photos in lightroom right boom whereas you're doing that as, as like a live process like you know is that like you like giving up the tools to the masses or is it just like a collaborative thing where you're just working with people well, I mean, you know, in the specifically in like the photography world, uh, I think that there's a lot of uh, like really weird gatekeeping <laughs> or mm. is it gatekeeping? Is that the word? No, I think I think that's what you mean to say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just. Um, I mean, it doesn't it, it's a it's a loving community also. You know, I've met a lot of people recently in the photo community that are like really warm and nice and happy to share information and then that's something that i want to do too because I, and and people that i've learned stuff from in the past you know i don't i would i don't think that there's any secrets you know i think also if you're making stuff that's for you right and and that's the goal right you're making work that's for you that you think is authentically yours and that's what you want to present yourself as and put out into the world you could tell someone exactly how you do it and it would still look different than what I do, you know? Um, so I don't think there's any, any harm at all. I think it's good to spread the wealth of information. And I just hope my only hope is that I'm not misleading people into doing things that I do wrong. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, you know, I mean, well, that's, that's part of the, the give and take of the whole process, you know, yeah. when you have like a, a, at least in terms of streaming, when you have people, watching you live you know they're able to converse with you and, and share you know or you know or agree disagree or give feedback or whatever the case so yeah i thought that part of it was has been really interesting because there's a few friends that that have like popped into the stream that have said something like one of my good friends uh an old co-workers marcy has like popped in and dropped insane knowledge and and they have streams as well and um Th their streams are really cool because sometimes they'll just be playing like shadow of mordor and other times they'll be discussing the intricacies of making chain mail in real life for cosplay purposes oh. uh so it's like That's a really crazy. interesting place and 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 it resonated with what you said about like cultivating just like a place to hang out online that's kind of what i want to do too you know just because i think it's neat to one share this knowledge and two just have like an open forum to talk about things like uh, I've been touring around with some new ideas for streaming stuff. I think I might've mentioned this to you, but I also thought it'd be really fun to stream like scanning film, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Cause that's a thing that I do pretty frequently that is 
may be interesting to people because it's you could do it so many different ways and I can explain the look I go for when I'm scanning stuff and how that translates to how I edit an image and all that kind of stuff. So I've been toying around with a lot of stuff, but I think it's such an interesting space to create for people to gather online, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, and on the other side of it too, like, I think we've, we've kind of, we've addressed this and just preparing for this new season. Um, you know, like exploring other things and putting time and energy into, you know, new, new tools or new programs and things of that nature. Like, dabbling into after effects like you know it's it's hard with 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 being at home so much as you mentioned earlier like time has this weird way of just blending into itself mm. there's no real distinction of when day start or end other than like the sun rotating so or us rotating we're rotating not the sun whatever yeah, yeah, you know what i mean it's fine you know I'm with you. yeah <laughs> the earth is flat you know <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, um, the earth is a yeah, turntable like, baby and I'm just the needle <laughs> um, 33 and a yeah, third 33 and a third baby sorry um, <laughs> yeah it's it's been tough too like I think what'll be interesting for me this season at least he, listening to people and talking to people is is where they've decided to spend their time and where they've decided to like go down that rabbit hole in terms of inspiration i don't know if people will respond so much with inspiration currently or kind of like one of the all-time in things that inspire them but i'm very much curious to hear how people what people bring up because for me i feel like there's so much happening all the time that it's hard for me to like sit down and focus on one thing you know yeah so, i completely agree and i think that most of the time or not most of the time but especially in the beginning of quarantine, I was defaulting into just doing nothing instead of, you know, there was so much going on that I would default to doing nothing instead of like trying to participate in something or whatever, you know, uh, or I would just play emulated video games on my computer, uh, which has been great. I love the emulator. <laughs> it's so much fun. I never had more fun with Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2, you know? Yo. It's a good back. game. You can play. <laughs> I believe it. I believe. I don't. I never played it, but it looked like. Fun. Oh, it's so much fun. Well, I think Need for Speed Underground's a better game, but that's I mean, uh, Underground Two is like the crown for me. Oh, that dude. That was truly the one I spent the most time in. And uh, good. good. After a while, Rightfully you so. give yourself all the cheats, and you get yourself the <laughs> the best card in the game. Infinite money. Yeah, you got the hella rims. Just... You know what's funny is I thought Infinite Money would mean like nine 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 nine, but it's all sevens. Oh. Uh, okay, sure. I'm sorry. That's I know a weird specific this is lucky lucky number kind of thing. Lucky number know. seven, man. Those sure, video games bro. have been fun. I feel like I've discovered a new uh, a newfound love for video games again. Yeah, I think everyone's relation to the re- relationship to them has has changed, um, mm-hmm. especially during the, the pandemic. At least I know a lot of people were kind of talking about how, or at least Animal Crossing became like a really big focal point of like the importance of video games in people's lives because especially for a game like animal crossing to come out when there is no semblance of real life games like that the sims all these kind of uh, simulator games give you this i you know this semblance of you know routine and whatnot i just had a is, is sims short for simulation 
I actually don't know where the name The Sims comes from. So I had really no good idea question. if that's the case because it just like I'm clicked in my to... brain when you said Sim and then Simulation. <laughs> I'm going to look it up really casually, um, but but yeah, I, I think so. I didn't have. I don't have a Switch. My girlfriend has a Switch, and she has the new Animal Crossing. But before she got her Switch, we were playing. Again, back to the emulator, we were playing our old Animal Crossing on the computer. We had a beautiful town called Walmart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to address it. Just keep going. (laughs) A beautiful town called Walmart. And we were just, um, you know, racking up the bells, you know, getting these exotic fruits and and flipping them for for big bells, you know. Big bank, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that came out and then Doom, now getting into a really specific thing, but that and Doom Eternal came out. Um, and I think it's just these, this idea of like, I have something to do today or like I have some right. sort of objective to hit, you know, like in Animal Crossing, I got to sell all these fruits so I can exactly. expand my house, things like that. It's like so. a schedule. Have you, have you been strict with yourself about like maintaining a schedule in in a day because i have not Um, i like i'm terrible with that in the first place the pandemic obviously does not help um and i feel like just now i'm getting despite the fact that i have work and work is like you need to do these things on these days right i'm i'm still i'm working toward now really being aware of my time or at least more aware than I was earlier. So I'm, you know, mm-hmm. getting like productivity apps and things like that to help just focus. Like you're spending this much time on this, then you move on to this, etc. But then like, you know, it's like 2 a.m. and you're like, why do I need to sleep? Cause I'm just going to be up and back at this desk in a couple oh, hours. Dude, I know. That's, that's been the hard part for me. I'm like, what, what incentive? I, you know, you don't commute to work anymore, or at least I don't, which I'm right. again, lucky to do that. But right. like, I used to wake up at like seven every day and I'd have to park far away from my job because New York city and (laughs) walk a mile to work. And that was all really nice. And then the pandemic came and I, uh, I can wake up at nine and start work at nine, you know? So I, I have at least been trying to go on walks in the morning before work to try to like get myself ready for a day. Cause I didn't realize that I needed that. Uh, preparation for the work day and then also the decompression driving home like I, I as much yeah. as I didn't like commuting to work um, I needed that time to kind of like separate my work life from the rest of it you know yep, yep. and 100%. we come back to a recurring thing of things blending together and I think that is a big part of it for me you know yeah yeah I do I do miss commutes uh, especially as like a, a music listener commutes really uh, um contributed to the what i listened to and how much time i you know listen to something completely agree yeah like have you been listening to a lot of music still or because i know for the first couple of months i plummeted uh in my music consumption and now i'm uh back up i guess kind of because of your recommendation about notion and keeping a list of albums you listen to right yeah so that's Um, got me going you know it hasn't i haven't really picked it back up like it's weird obviously i'm listening to to different things for the other podcasts that i'm on with with jcast right. and jelani yeah and facts but like my my raw desire to be like always on top of new things and new sounds and new artists 
oof, has dropped significantly. And I feel like I'm listening to music more now to just like get into a headspace as opposed to just like, let me have a new listening experience. So I've been listening, like I have one playlist that's just like ambient sounds, or not specific sounds like trees outside rustling, but it's yeah. just like music, I guess. It's just like atmospheric sure. ambient music. So I've been really doing that just to like get into a headspace and be like, all right, I'm going to work. Nothing. And it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to work when you've got words coming at me. So I'm like, if it's not like something that I have, like, you know, if it's not like I'm editing a photo or something or like something like that, if I have to like read things, obviously having other words come into play kind of messes up my ability to focus. So I usually try to play instrumental stuff and stuff like that. So like definitely that, between that, like house music, um, like, yeah, like lo-fi house music has been really helpful and I've been listening to a lot of that, but yeah, I, I, I feel less compelled to, to run out and listen to new things. And also funny enough, a friend of mine, my boy, Kevin was, we've been talking back and forth and, now this is just unrelated. I'm gonna put this to bed real fast. But he he's he he said he misses the days when albums felt like events, especially oh God, over the yeah, pandemic. It just feels like it's just music is out. People just put out music constantly. Like every Friday, I feel like there's always something happening. So it's just like there's no focus to any of it. It's just like here's an abundance of things. Whenever you get to it, get to it. Yeah, exactly. I think like I I couldn't I agree with that entirely. It's just like. If it's more or less like I'm waiting for something to come out and more of like, oh, this is out now. <laughs> like, yep. You know, I've, yep. I recently had that with this this record uh, that there was just this band called uh, Black Country New Road. And they make. Oh, like, yeah. Re- yeah. They make some really interesting stuff, but they'd only had like one song out or something like that. And their album came out like a month ago and I had no idea until like two weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, this thing I've been waiting for is out. But it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like, yeah, it's a really good yeah. point. I didn't You're really like missing that promotional push and that that touring cycle where like people are pushing to get that going. But that's yeah, it's just uh, yeah, one of the weird things that's just a side effect of being home or being forced to be inside and whatnot. Yeah, and I'd be really but, curious to talk mm-hmm. to some of the people we're going to talk to this season who are in that music world about like yeah. how that has changed how they're preparing to release stuff because I'm sure that they're aware of it, you know? Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited to, to, for this next couple run of episodes here to just kind of like see, see what's going on elsewhere in the world. And like, I mean, I've been okay. I think with checking in with my friends, I've been trying to keep in touch with everybody. Been terrible, but it's, if they, I mean, it's hard, dude, you gotta, it's just getting through your day too, you know, like, if the pandemic has done anything, has amplified if the of the the bad habits the pandemic has amplified communication, my bad habits in communication have been amplified to the max. Like for a while, I hadn't talked to you for a really long time. I know, you know? it was a while. It was super uh, a minute, and then we started doing these video meetings to prepare for this. And it, it was nice to like reunite, oh. like get talking again more, because you know, oh. also miss hanging out with you in person. But that's yeah. I think I only saw you that one time when uh, Lauren and I came over to your backyard. Yeah, in the backyard. Yeah, in the hottest day. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking. 
sweat show that day. Oh god, I don't think I've ever sweat more just sitting still. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to out, uh, hotter weather because, or because at least the idea is that you know you can still see people and be safe right. and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, my my communication has has been uh, chopped significantly. But adding, you know, wrapping wrapping the whole point up. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how people have just adjusted to whatever it is they're doing in the pandemic, and then whatever has inspired them either through the pandemic or overall um for those of you who have listened to the podcast we split the podcast up into two sections we have the general the general side as we like to call it where we get to know our guests and get to uh uh, get to know our, our guests, what they're doing, et cetera, and so forth. And then on the second side, we call it the specific side, if, if, as if it's like a, a cassette tape. You've got side A, which is general, side B, which is specific. <laughs> We're just flipping the, the record over. Um, the world is a record, so, and on the needle, there it comes back. <laughs> in a, in a, a shortened version of our, our general uh, show, Let's go to specifics. If you have any specifics, Cosme, do you have anything that's been inspiring you as of late? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got, I've been trying to, I've been like desperately searching for stuff that's mm. been inspiring to me because I've, uh, especially in the first couple of months, like I wasn't making work, I wasn't doing anything. Uh, and then the past couple of months, I've kind of started to like come out of my shell again and start doing stuff like you have been very kind to spend some time with me in after effects, uh, showing mm. me the ropes there. And I have another, uh, animator friend who's also been helping me. My friend Pamps, uh, has been helping me kind of like get that ball rolling, uh, mm -hmm. in terms of just like the workflow and stuff like that. I got a new PC, which is, I think what prompted that. Cause my old PC mm. could not handle the mm. after effects. <laughs> could not mm -hmm. handle the effects of after effects um mm -hmm. but yeah so I, I i have been searching a lot for inspiration and like just kind of like it's it feels like more of a concentrated version of the feeling that i felt for years specifically artistically about you know where do you fit in and what is this work that you're making why are you making it what does it mean to you Where's it going to live in the world? Is it going to help anyone? What's the deal? Like, you know, like, am I just doing this to do something to get ideas out of the head? So I've been asking myself a lot of introspective questions recently. Um, and that's brought me to the work of like a lot of photographers who work a little bit differently than I do. I mean, anyone in the podcast knows that like, or has listened to the podcast knows that I, uh, I have immense love for one man and it's Gary Winogrand. Uh, and I, I've always thought his work was really cool and I still do. I think it's incredible, but like, you know, I've just been looking at a lot more photographers who work in like a project based setting, um, and a little bit more of an intimate setting, uh, specifically like photographers that like to work in small towns and, you know, I mean, like, the Walker Evans stuff is really cool when he was commissioned to go make work in small towns. Or, like, um, the dude I've really been fascinated by is uh, the work of Alex Soth, who's a photographer from the Midwest. Uh, and he has all these really cool projects that are so well thought out and so, like, every photograph in them is so meticulously planned and so 
beautiful and so telling and like his project concepts are so like they're interesting to start on and then it, he just develops this world uh in them you know there's there's a whole world that he makes uh in his work that's even bigger than the concept he is that that initializes the, the project and i'm mumbling over my words a little bit but um Yes, I've really been interested by the work of other photographers, and I've also really been inspired by some of the recent, like, New York City street photographers that I've been uh, following on Instagram and then meeting meeting up with in real life. There was um, a uh, meetup the other weekend. It's a Queens Street Photography Collective um, run by th- three really cool dudes, and... Um, they had they held this photo walk in Jackson Heights in Queens, and we went out for a giant walk around, and there was probably like twenty five people there, you know. And we were all just like walking around, and and I met all these new people who I really didn't know, um, and some of them I knew their work and not the face, so it was really nice to like blend those two worlds together. Um, but just trying to like absorb all this work and like just just see what other other folks are doing and it was really inspiring to see that there's so many people who have like a similar interest in the thing that i have you know so yeah that's my that's my rambling story (laughs) how about you have you been inspired um, by anything recently i think well my eternal problem is that like i never know when to sit down and like really dive into something right so my, my my focus always goes all over the place, but I think I've been spending a lot of attention recently on on YouTube content, which I initially was not a fan of. Uh, I really hated the idea of being a YouTuber um, in some capacity. And I think now that the pandemic has kind of forced us to be in our isolated situations, I feel like that's a form of content that, that seems to make sense for the times. So... Uh, I've just been looking at like a couple of YouTubers. No one, no one like majorly specific because it's just my interest bounce, bounces around. But one sure. I was looking into, you know, getting my uh, PC and, and was getting situated with it. I was just looking at a lot of tech YouTubers and what their setups were like and things of that nature. So um, looking at a couple of those and then just like people... Uh, a lot of actually a lot of tech a lot of tech youtubers just because i mean their their production value is pretty nice so it's always it's always cool to be like how do i how do i get from a to b and so i've been looking at that but um i've been looking at a lot of like twitch youtubers too like people who give tips out there so i don't know if that's just inspiring me or just what's been keeping me uh focused and, and and right you know like keeping me going so um and I, and I think, of course, like the people that are in my uh, my Twitch uh, atmosphere, you know, some my friends on the platform and things of that nature, obviously they keep me inspired because they make good content and you want to figure out how you can elevate your own content. So you're always figuring out ways. And, and honestly, on Twitch, too, it's been inspiring to see like brands actually transition over to the platform only in that you know if i think of a brand like genius for example i'm i'm not necessarily preoccupied with the immediate content that they do but how they present it so 
I don't know if that's necessarily inspiring, but I, I've, I've been enjoying seeing big, bigger brands transition over just so that it can be like, oh, they finally got hip to it. How are they doing it? And then, so right. I guess a lot of my inspiration is just like various different uh, visual content creators um, so that I can, you know, I guess selfishly like elevate my game and see how to how to bring my stuff to the next level so yeah well, I think I, there's not like one specific thing sure yeah i think it's cool to like absorb all that and if if you want to talk about youtube history i've got uh plenty of 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 stuff to talk about i'd love to talk about that for a second <laughs> about yeah, the we weird like, youtube polls oh oh well Un- I, unrelated I to inspiration but more related to yeah. just what have you what are you been I, mean, I know I put well, you onto yeah. my British coffee band, James yeah, Hoffman. Yeah, got some great videos now. I've been looking at some of the past videos, and he's elevated his game, and I dig it. Dude um, is dude is knowledgeable on coffee. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, he's a pro. Which is, what is the, what's the, uh, I have one lined up if you want me to go first, but what's the weirdest YouTube poll you've gotten down recently? Well, here's the thing. I don't go down YouTube holes so much, because on stream people will just send me videos oh, okay. so i'll just get sent weird videos um, Got you. one of one of the one of the people in the community really likes five nights at freddy so she sends me like weird five nights at freddy like created videos like the the animatronics doing like performing songs and it's really irritating because i hate five nights at freddy now because they made me play the first one but that's beyond the point like i get weird stuff like that somebody sent me a video an extremely toxic video but funny to watch about like what what was it it was like the hold on let me go to my history real fast it was it's so it was extremely toxic and i did like don't ever want to recommend this video yeah it's the hot crazy matrix if you ever want to like watch really oh, basic god, white man that shit. <laughs> yeah, this, exactly. that's, oh my god this uh. you want to see really basic white men try to validate themselves against women go watch the hot crazy matrix and you know i think that if something. there's one thing that white men understand it's women um so <laughs> <laughs> oh my days uh, um, so yeah i think you but, know i'm sure that there's some really good genuine advice <laughs> I will say the one thing I have been what (laughs) the one thing I have been doing consistently is watch a Bob Ross video before I go to sleep. Wow, really? That falls in. Yeah, literally, it is. I guess it's just like Bob's voice. The painting like just triggers my ASMR. Yeah, and just like gets me into that space. So I like. I don't know if I'm becoming dependent upon these videos to fall asleep, but I know if I watch a video, I'm I'm never finishing it. And I wake huh. up and the video is over. So, have you? Are you a person that uh, needs like a, a sound or something to fall asleep? Do you feel like sleep with music or what do you do? You just turn it. You turn it and then turn it off, or what do you do? Well, I turn it. I turn it on. I watch it and then I eventually just pass out at some point. But right. yeah, I wasn't somebody who like put like o- the ocean on in the background and, and, and sleep or something like that. Uh, usually, I think like when I seems sounds weird. But, like sometimes if I like focus on something. And I know I can't give it all my all like my all like books put me to sleep obviously because just yeah, like you're, you're getting into the rhythm you're reading and then just eventually you're tired and that so like doing stuff while tired obviously puts me to sleep but I don't I don't know what like my trick is whatever the case yeah I uh, I've just been really deep into uh, have you seen somebody feed Phil 
on YouTube? Somebody uh, Netflix, Phil? sorry. Yeah, Somebody Feed Phil. No, I haven't. It's really good. It's a, it's a food show uh, and food like travel show with Phil Rosenthal, who is like the co-creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, wow. Uh, and so he goes and he's just like a very the you got to listen to the uh, theme song. It's really something. <laughs> I okay. sing it all the time now. And it's it's it, the lyrics are a happy, hungry man. Travels all across the city and land or something like that. Oh uh, and it's really, I skip it every time, but it's always in my head now. And um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been watching that to fall asleep, which is probably great for my already uh, evident body. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if we um. want to go back to weird YouTube for a second... Uh, so something about me, I am not a seafood person. I don't like okay, seafood. I'm, I'm not into it, but I cannot stop watching this person who just goes out into deserted islands and he just, he catches food and survives. He doesn't bring really any food. He just brings cooking supplies and he catches and he makes these fish meals and they all look really good. And I don't know why I like it, but I can't stop watching it. His name is Rod and he has a very positive energy and I really like him. Uh, Interesting. I, I, I don't know why, dude. I really don't. Because it's, it's so far removed from what I really think I would like. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm there. I'm there. And then there's this Canadian man named Steve who does stealth camping videos where he's like, I'm oh, going to go. I'm going to go sleep in my car in an airport parking lot. Oh my god. It's the best. It's so cool. And he's like, oh my god, it's really good. And another one. He's just got great positive energy. Oh god. It's just really good stuff. It's really good stuff. It's great content. So I guess my my thing is like 40 to 50 year old men uh creating <laughs> creating videos in which they escape from society. <laughs> Interest. Yeah, I mean, I get it though. I I can I can understand. I, can I can't understand. stop, dude. I really can't. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, well, uh, at the risk of, of 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 boring everyone with our YouTube uh, deep dives, um, I, I think we could call it a day. <laughs> you um, think we want to stop on that? I did. I made yes. it hot like that. Now you want to stop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just gonna leave it flaming in the trash <laughs> all right bye <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um yeah so again we're super excited to uh talk to our upcoming line of guests because the weird the world is weird the weird the world is is weird right now so the world is weird um the world is indeed weird beside all the things that we've listed in the last 40 minutes or so uh do you have anything that you've been into recently that you would like people to check out? Huh? Oh, uh, I mean, for all the gamers out there, if you haven't played Hades, play mm-hmm. Hades. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, no, no, I don't. Hmm. Damn, I want to say yes, but I can't. 
I no, I don't know. I don't know. Just just play Hades and then come back to me. Play Hades, come back to you. Okay. Um I should have thought of myself answering the question before I asked you the question. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I've been I've been really into the B-52s. You know the B-52s. You absolutely know the B-52s. Love Shack, Rock Lobster. Love Shack, Love Shack, baby. Oh, that guy? Yeah, that's the only reason I know about the B-52s. Of course it is, but you need to go back and dig deeper because it's so good. The album Wild Planet is so sick. It's really good music. And you can listen to Fred Schneider and Cindy Wilson and Ricky Wilson and the other people that I don't know the names of. Oh, my God. Cindy and Ricky are brothers. Fred Schneider's like the coolest dude ever who doesn't care about being cool. He's just inherently cool. Um, they're from Athens, Georgia. They made cool music. I think they record like they practice their old practice space was in a morgue. Or a funeral. <laughs> and it's just okay. it's just it's just cool. Uh if you wanna listen to like Dance This Mess Around, if you wanna listen to Strobe Light, if you wanna listen to Planet Claire, if you want like any of those, just listen to the record Wild Planet and then you you you, you play you play Hades and you listen to B fifty twos and then you come back, you talk to us. Okay, so play Hades, listen to B-52s, maybe do them at the same time, come back to us. Yeah, and uh, and be forgiving with yourself. These are unprecedented times, and you can't be expecting, to, or I mean, maybe you can, but like, if not, be forgiving with yourself. You can't be expected to operate on a full capacity when your entire life has changed because of this pandemic. So be forgiving with yourself, love yourself, and... Uh, Check in on the people around you. And now it's sunny out. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Anyone who's listened, who's tuned in. This has been Generally Specific. If you want to follow the show on Instagram, we're at Generally Specific Pod. Um, I think it's the same thing on Twitter. If you want to follow... Andre on Instagram is at no doubt. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Anthony Cosme. Uh, I'm not going to spell it. You, you do it. <laughs> Just figure it out. We'll, we'll have a link somewhere. You will have a link. It'll all be linked. You know, I'm not going to leave you high and dry like that. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, until next week, uh, hug a friend safely. <laughs> oh, oof. Oh, baby, that's a big ask. <laughs> Maybe don't. Maybe don't hug a friend. Do one of those, like... We'll call a friend. Call a friend. Call yeah, a call friend. a friend. Yeah. Call a friend. Cool. And we love you. Goodbye. Meh. Generally Specific is produced by me, Andre Dowdy, and Anthony Cosme. Our theme and music for the show comes from Nothing New. Shout out to the homie one time. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace, peace, peace.